0: This is a download from Newstalk 106 to 108. To download other programmes or for more information, go to newstalk.ie. All right. Uh, welcome back. George here. It's time for technology. Jonathan isn't with us tonight. So we have Jessica on her own for the half hour. I was reading on uh, Twitter yeah. about Floppy Bird.
1: Close. Flappy Bird. All right. One letter.
0: What's about Flappy?
1: Uh, So Flappy Bird is a game that uh, went viral last week, uh, particularly this weekend as well. So if you have an Android or an iPhone, um, you could download this game up until this morning. Um, And it was the number one game in all the charts. But the guy who invented the game pulled it. So he's making 50 grand a day in advertising but he found the, the fame and the pressure too much to deal with. Really? So he's pulled it. Wow. Which is interesting because, you know, there's so many app developers out there who are striving for this kind of success. Now, it was controversial from the word go, because if you've seen any screen grabs for the game, um, anybody who's ever seen uh, a Super Mario game would notice some resemblances there between the two. Um, but essentially, the game is literally a little bird that you have to tap on the screen to make him fly through these pipes. And that's I the played of. it
0: on Saturday.
1: There you go. I said it to you and you went, no.
0: Well, let, let me tell you how I played it. Go on. Because I'm now going to talk in a language you won't understand. Rugby. Danny Kerr is the English scrum half. And the night before he played for England against Scotland, he said, great news, lads. I've scored three on Flappy Bird. You got three? Yeah, I didn't know what the hell he was talking about. Mm. So anyway, Conor O'Shea turns up on Saturday and he said, I got three on Flappy Bird. He then passed it over to me. And what did you get? I got four.
1: I don't believe that you got, I don't mean this in a bad way, but I don't believe you got four.
0: I got four crashed into the pipes.
1: No, that's bad. (laughs) 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 You must go through the pipes. (laughs) No, because I was actually saying earlier, I'd love to get you to play it just to see how you do.
0: And I got four crashed into the pipes.
1: Are you?
0: I'm serious. <laughs> I don't believe. On my word of honour, I played it before the rugby started. Yeah. Because we go in quite early to prepare, obviously. Right. And and I I played it and I got four crashed into the pipes.
1: That's interesting.
0: I didn't get any through the gap.
1: Well, I I I, started, I I hadn't
0: realised I was playing Flappy Bird.
1: Well, yeah, that's what I I actually learned how to play it because of the rugby as well. Because I was watching the Ireland match, or I was in a room with people who were watching the Ireland match on Saturday. And I it was really annoying. So they gave me Flappy Bird and I became obsessed with it. And I lost eight hours of my weekend to it. And I've only gotten 15. Well,
0: I, I think there's a very good reason why Flappy Bird should be banned. Now, speaking of children, of yes. which you are one,
1: yeah. Minister
0: Frances Fitzgerald obviously uh, had you in mind mm. when she w- had an Irish report on Net Children Go Mobile.
1: Yeah, this is a new report um, and it was released today and it's ahead of tomorrow, which is Safer Internet Day. Um, but this particular report looks at uh, children's usage of smartphones and I found that 60% of kids aged between nine and 16 own a smartphone. And that to me seemed quite low.
0: Because, 60% seem low.
1: Yeah, because if you think about it, kids are getting smartphones for their communion now, not necessarily confirmation, communion. Um, so I I suppose it's an interesting stat.
0: The reason you don't get a phone for your confirmation is you have to take the pledge against uh, alcoholic drink.
1: So you don't get a phone?
0: Did you not get confirmed? I did. Did you not take the pledge?
1: I did, but that didn't stop me getting a phone. (laughs) <laughs> I don't understand what sorry, carry on,
0: carry on, carry if on I miss something
1: anyway, uh, it's just an interesting report, and as I said, tomorrow is safe for internet day, so um, it might be the perfect time now right. to look at how uh, you as a parent can get yourself uh, sort of up to date with technology and download certain apps that will protect your kids if they have smartphones. Oh,
0: that's why I, I'm i not really worried about 60% having smartphones. Mm. I'm worried that 21% of kids are likely to encounter negative uh, generated content. Yeah. They're, they're likely to find sexual content. And some people I found this terrifying. 22% had been contacted by people they didn't know
1: well th- there's a few elements in there that I want to talk about first yeah. off if you have if you're worried about your kids accessing unsuitable content there's an app that you can download it's called app certain. So if your child has an Android or an iPhone, if you download this application, what it does is it emails you every time your child downloads an app or if they're going onto a site that the content may be you know, unsuitable,
0: Questionable. you
1: get a notification. So that's one thing that I think is... You don't
0: have a problem with spying on your kids. I mean, I don't mean your kids. I mean, you don't have a problem with the principle of spying on your
1: kids. I don't think it's spying though okay. if it, when, the, okay. if, when it comes to welfare because I think we've seen yes. too many instances of things going wrong. So I think if it's a little bit of an invasion of privacy to save I, someone's life, I think it's all Yeah,
0: right. I, I think you are more likely to have a problem by staying away Absolutely. than getting involved. So. Give it to me. App Certain.
1: App Certain is that's the name of this good. application. It's a free application and it, it's, it just gives you little no- notifications. It doesn't mean that you can read your child's Facebook messages or anything like that. They can still right. have that level of privacy. But it, uh, how
0: does, if 22%, like I always like to convert percentages into real figures, mm. like that's one in five kids. Now, if you think like I have two grandchildren of a telephone age, mm. right? In order to between 9 and 16, okay? So that's two of them, two of their pals and one other. And between the five of them, one of them has been contacted by a person they don't know. Well, this is very interesting.
1: It's terrifying. And this actually happened to me the other day. Now I'm 24, so it's not quite applicable. But I have a Gmail account and some random person started G-chatting me the other day. And they found my details because I have a Google Plus profile. And they started G-chatting me.
0: So they said, how are you, Jessica?
1: say, hi there, uh, nobody else accepted my invitation to chat. How are you? And I, and said, I
0: bet you went,
1: oh, hello, how are you? <laughs> I I'm did. Jessica.
0: This is my address. <laughs> Here's phone my credit card number. Yeah, yeah. Come
1: on in. No, I, I kind of just said, well, where did you get my details from? And they said, uh, I, I found you on Google+. So this means that complete strangers now can start interacting, which is so dangerous. Yeah. So I want to just say to people that if you get a random pop-up uh, from someone you don't know on Gchat, Don't add them. But
0: if you're 9 to 12 like, you're not going to have that kind of ability
1: but this is why parents need to to be smart and they need to be across anything that their kids can do they not necessarily have to be able to do it but they have to understand it and they have to understand the implications of it so that's why I think tomorrow is an important enough day I don't know that there's any major events on but maybe parents should use this time to to brief themselves on um, the various technologies that are out there you
0: see you know the way um, what do you call it grand theft auto you know that we can get a girl throw her in the car and take her away and have your way with her in Grand Theft Auto, can you? Yeah. Okay. Right. Now, thing is, young kids do that, and mm. they, it inculcates an idea of rape in their heads. They don't understand rape. They don't. They don't want to rape somebody. But what it does is, it almost, if in a young mind, it almost glorifies it or makes it acceptable. Somebody my age or your age, we can differentiate. A child cannot. And therefore what you're creating in a child's mind is that physical or brutal sex is okay. And that's why parents must get involved. I've suddenly, since I started taking the the kids up to Smith's uh, toy store in Carrick Mines, I've become a lot smarter about videos and what's out there.
1: But I think that's it's important and this goes back to not necessarily the Flappy Bird game, but these kind of games that are addictive yeah. where you're spending too much time, you're becoming engrossed in it. And it's that thing of the, the fine line between reality and game. Well
0: I must say I'd carry you off to a psychiatric ward if I thought you were eight hours of floppy birds. Flappy Any birds, but okay. Birds. Here, I wanna ask you a question. Sure. On the radio today, do you know this thing about G Sock, the, yes. the 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 Ombudsman? Yeah. Not about phone hacking, but their Wi-Fi was hacked, mm. right? So could somebody have hacked com now? And I wouldn't know.
1: It's it's a very interesting um, area. You might have seen in the papers a few months ago that uh, a survey was conducted across hotels in Ireland. And you know the way when you go into a hotel, there's often yeah. free Wi-Fi and you go yeah. in. But that's very easy to hack. Any open Wi-Fi network like that. And the fella
0: said, I remember what you were talking about, the fella said, I'm sitting in the car park and I'm reading all the stuff the guests are doing. All your
1: data, yeah. And And, you know, if you are, say if you're on holiday, if you go to Galway, if you go to Cork or somewhere like that, you know, you tend to be Buying other purchases or looking up things, and people can track what you're doing. your your data is completely compromised. So that's why you know you're you're often safer to tether to your own private network. Have you got
0: a security system to advise?
1: Um, not necessarily because it's very difficult to do this. If you're on an open Wi Fi network, you okay. are leaving yourself slightly exposed. So that's why my advice would be to try and tether to your own private right. network rather than leaving yourself. But I remember when I was in U uh, C D in the U C D library, you could always see people kinda trying to tap into your to your system. Really? Yeah.
0: Now um I don't know who you were associating with in U C D. Four G. Yeah. 4G, right. It is incredibly quick, isn't that so? It is. But it is limited where you can get it. Yes. Now, if I, and I haven't, but if I had a 4G phone mm-hmm. and I'm in an area where there's no 4G, will it drop down then to to 3G or 2G or 1G or something so it still works, yes. albeit slower? Mm-hmm. Right.
1: So the way it works is at the moment, just just to let you yeah. know, so th- the majority of us will have 3G constantly and it goes up to 4G in areas where it's applicable. So it's not that it's at a 4G constant, it's it's because the coverage isn't that, uh, it's not blanket coverage as of yet. So you'll have 3G and in particular areas, it'll boost up to 4G. um, And then if you don't have 4G, it'll bump down to uh, 3G. But
0: only certain phones will do it. So my iPhone 4 won't, for instance.
1: Correct. And the iPhone 5, uh, I think it's only available on certain networks on certain phones. So if you go on to whatever your network provider is, so if it's Vodafone.ie or O2.ie or Meteor.ie, if you go on, they'll actually give you a full list of the phones that are compatible. Oh, so um,
0: Vodafone me, I go on and find out what's compatible. Exactly. But there was a very interesting thing. Again, Lansdowne Road Saturday, yeah. right? We use the stadium Wi-Fi. But... Mm. Um, German who does works with us. German had this little gadget from Vodafone, okay, MyFi. Yes. And he recommended that you get a MiFi 4G and you would then have fantastic speed.
1: Yeah, so this, uh, for people who don't know, this is a, a sort of an external mobile modem that you can put a SIM card into. So it's associated with your phone bill um, and it'll give you 4G speeds. So on Vodafone, for example, those devices are €40 Euro to buy and then you buy sort of an extra bill plan for the little SIM card in that. And it's it's a much but more But they're only €40. The,
0: Euro.
1: €40 Euro for the device and then you have yeah. to pay a monthly charge I understand. For the service. Yeah.
0: But but four G you could get with this gadget for sure. But that would make your phone four G if you put it down next to your phone.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Now, uh, you have a piece of equipment that you want to talk about.
1: I do. Yeah. This is um, the HP Spectre 13 uh, by two. And if you go to new stock. Uh,
0: sorry. Just tell me what is this
1: it's a hybrid device so it's okay. like a laptopy tablet thing uh, if you go to Newstalk.ie and click on News Talk TV you'll find uh, an image here in studio I have it with me here and it is a nice device it's by HP so you know that you know the, the, the insides of it are going to be good it's going to be powerful um, it's got uh, it's a Core i5 it has 8 gigs of RAM 120 uh, gig of uh, storage so it's a solid machine
0: sorry stop again it's somewhere between a tablet and laptop is exactly, it?
1: exactly yes so to look and are
0: you recommending these hybrid devices, in I, principle?
1: In principle, yes. Okay. This particular model, I'm not 100% sure oh, of. And right. I'll tell you why. If you look at it here now on News Talk TV, you'll see that it looks like a standard laptop. But you can actually take the screen off, so it comes apart, so then you have a tablet and then a keyboard. The thing I'm not mad about this particular one, or the reason why, is because it's quite big. So it's a 13-inch screen, and it's extremely heavy. So if you were to use this as uh, a lot of people would use their Kindle, so for reading... It's, it's that bit bigger because you obviously enough it's a 13 inch screen it's that bit heavier and um, also there's some little clunky elements to it like for example you can't take the screen off with one hand which I know may seem silly but if you look at the um, Microsoft Surface Pro 2 you can do all of that it's much okay. lighter it's a smaller but, device
0: and you brought this up last week I think it was with a similar Sony Yeah. that in theory moving the keyboard and the, the screen apart yeah. but a huge amount of time you're sitting at an airport or your this, The fact that they're movable doesn't really help you. No, I well, mean I, my laptop is essentially a portable device that I only use when I'm moving. Yeah, you know?
1: no, absolutely. But I suppose what I like about because I have a Surface Pro 2, That's my main device. And the reason I like this one is because I can have it in this laptop formation, or I can rip it apart and use it as yeah. a tablet. The fact that it's an 11 inch screen means it's comfortable for me to use uh, in sort All of right. portrait mode to read. But so stay
0: with the HP. The HP. It has some strength. It absolutely
1: does. yeah. It's a powerful machine so it's running Windows 8. Windows 8 works really well on this type of device because it has both touch and uh, keyboard and mouse. The keyboard on it is fantastic to type on. It is backlit so you can do the typing in the dark. Um, It comes with uh, loaded with Beats Audio. So uh, you may remember a few years ago HP paired up with Beats. So if you are listening to your music or watching movies or Netflix or anything like that, the sound quality is fantastic. It has uh, USB ports um, on it. No HDMI. But I suppose it's impressive. But for me, it's €1,200 Euro and it doesn't take as many boxes as the Microsoft Surface Pro 2 does. So And and that's cheaper. So, I mean, it, it's Where brand.
0: do you come, where do you stand on size in laptops and so on? In that I've just got the MacBook Pro, as yeah. you know, right? But it's very big.
1: It is, yeah. And it's very
0: heavy so like yep. when yeah I have more and more sympathy with leaving our kids going to school now when I have this over my shoulder
1: yeah no absolutely but again it all comes down to what you're going to use it for so the reason that the the MacBook Pro is that size is because it's fantastic for editing so it makes Correct. it easier to do it's brilliant but something like again the, the Pro 2 the Microsoft Surface Pro 2 is that bit smaller it's more compact it's lighter so you can bring it
0: do you know what I want you to look into which I think has a lot of validity The one would be apps for general applications not necessarily way out ones right? Yeah. I'd like you to look at things for instance a lot of people, students for instance mm. or people in jobs have to write reports yep. and there are kind of editing apps that mm-hmm. make that easier. I saw an app recently if you're writing a book yeah. it, it kind of puts proofread- it together. Yeah, that kind of stuff okay. and there are so much, there are so many apps out there I get confused just looking at them. I think it would be useful if you analysed an app, a, 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 an app that is available mm. for the ordinary Joe so Well, let's yeah. bring
1: people in. If you have any app recommendations, tweet me with hashtag GHTech and we'll compile them for next week.
0: What's a news aggregator? There's some fella sending in apps for news aggregation.
1: It pulls news from all one side into one place. Flipboard is a very good one. Is it? Yeah.
0: All right. What about a newspaper? Nah. <laughs>